Every year, thousands of M&A, mergers and acquisition deals go through for trillions of dollars worth of money. In fact, 2021 was one of the most popular times ever for M&A with nearly 35,000 transactions worth about $3.5 trillion. While this has cooled off a bit in 2022, it didn't stop institutional investor GIC and Oak Street as they came in with an agreement to buy popular dividend REIT store capital for $14 billion. This transaction was all in cash, meaning store shareholders will receive $32.25 for each share they own. That's a 20% premium from what store was trading at just the day before the acquisition announcement. The acquiring company typically needs to pay a higher price than what the perceived market value of the company is in order to entice shareholders to vote in favor of the acquisition. This is known as the premium. The transaction is expected to close in Q1 of 2023. Store paid what is likely its final dividend ever as a public company before going private with a 41 cent payment on October 17th, which was a 6.5% increase from what they had paid the previous quarter. Now you may be thinking, no more dividend payments, the stock is already trading at $32.25, why bother holding till the merger actually goes through? Well, the reality is companies typically trade just below the agreed upon price of the deal. We can see this with Store, which is trading at $31.88 at the time of this recording, meaning a whole 37 cents are being left on the table. What is causing this variance? Does this mean we can potentially make endless amounts of money just buying Store shares today and waiting for that transaction to go through? While this spread occurs for a few reasons, one could be before the transaction actually becomes final, it needs to be approved by regulators. Deals can be struck down if the US Department of Justice deems them to be unfair for consumers by creating a monopoly. For example, in 2011, AT&T attempted to buy T-Mobile, but that was ultimately blocked. There's also a chance that the company being acquired can reject the offer if they believe the offer is too low. This actually happened back in 2008 when Microsoft nearly bought Yahoo for $45 billion, which was a 62% premium from what it was trading at the day before the announcement was made. Unfortunately for Yahoo, their board of directors rejected the deal, saying Microsoft substantially undervalued their company. This would severely backfire for Yahoo, as they actually sold their core business to Verizon in 2016 for just $5 billion. This is a fraction of what they were offered eight years earlier. Another reason for the spread could be this might not be the only offer a company gets. It's possible another company might swoop in with a higher offer. This type of speculation can actually cause the stock price to trade higher than the initial agreement price. Essentially, all the reasons I just listed can contribute to the share price not being in sync with the buyout price. This can certainly offer a little risk arbitrage, an investment strategy in which one profits from the gap of the trading price and the stock's target price in the takeover. The store transaction will take place in all cash, but other types of transactions involve issuing stock, assumption of debt, cash, or a mix of all three. 
Typically, the company that is doing the acquiring, they go down in stock price because in the short term, they have paid a premium for buying out the target company. It also could have depleted its cash reserves or taken on even more debt. The sentiment on whether the acquisition is actually a good idea or not a good idea, or whether it's being deemed as a fair value, that could actually impact the stock price of the acquiring company. These all add to the complexities of M&A. Now, I like stores' chances of being approved by regulators. It's really hard to have a monopoly in real estate. I also don't think a third party will come in and give more than the 20% premium Oak Street is paying. That means I've already been rewarded with that 20% in share price. I've already been paid my last ever dividend. At this point, I'm just holding on to get that extra 37 cents for each of my 56 shares for a bonus $20.37. Now that would only be an extra 1.15% in upside that I'm actually getting for waiting another potentially four months, as well as taking on the risk that this acquisition might never happen. Remember Elon Musk's deal to take Twitter private almost fell through. Also keep in mind the time value of money, which states money is worth more now than the same amount at a point in the future because of the earnings potential it has today. I could keep throwing my money in store shares today and likely get that 1% return some point next year, but ultimately I'm just gonna sell my shares and enjoy the $220 in capital gains I made and the $141.53, that's the amount of dividends that I was ever paid out by store that I'll forever get to keep and the $1,800 in capital that I can now deploy to hopefully make better than a 1% return. For example, Fidelity's Money Market Fund is giving me an annual 3.37% return compounded monthly. Or I could buy more REITs, or dividend stocks, or ETFs, or all of the above. It's all about having options. This video is only scratching the surface of risk arbitrage and merger arbitrage. It's definitely an interesting trading strategy that many hedge funds closely monitor and often practice short selling buying shares of the target company as well as the acquirer. Since I was pretty confident Store's deal will go through, the decision was easy for me today. But it might not always be like that. I'd love to hear what experience you have with M&A and if you'd sell your shares if a company you owned was being acquired. Make sure you hit that like button to help out a small time YouTuber and catch my videos in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name.